This week's episode is brought to you by Mia Moore by Daisy, beautiful bespoke handmade silk scarves and gifts. For more information and to see Daisy's gorgeous creations, go to Instagram, Mia Moore by Daisy. I would say actually underwear is the building block, really, to your outfit, because it's all right wearing this amazing designer dress worth lots of money. But if you haven't got the right underwear underneath it, it could actually look quite awful. You know, it could be showing off bits you don't really want it to show. And welcome to Two Women Chatting. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And it's a lovely day in our Wendy house. (laughs) Life's good at the moment. It's looking, yeah. What a difference when the sun comes out. Yeah, no, I don't just mean that though, but it is nice the weather, you know, the sun comes out, but life seems a bit more balanced at the moment. Is it because you've been away? (laughs) Oh, that's not. (laughs) It probably is actually. No No wonder you're so calm. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just feel that work balance has got a bit better for me. I feel I'm sleeping. That's a major thing. Um, so you were giggling when you arrived yeah. today. What were you up to? I had one of those moments. Go We've on. all done it. I, um, what do you call it? Phone, pocket phone someone. Button dial. Oh, is that what you call it? Oh. Pocket phone. But it wasn't in my, it wasn't, it was actually on the side, on the, on the spare seat. Spare yeah. seat. The, drive, <laughs> the other seat, yeah. Passenger. Put it, yeah, but it was in my pocket of my um, coat. So I'd obviously done that. And I and like you to realise. No, and I like to sing in the car. Oh. I'm singing away to hungry eyes. No. <laughs> and I hear this, hello, hello, hello. Is that Liz? And I'm thinking, I don't know that voice. I'd actually called somebody from work years and years no ago. No way. So, yeah. So what's funny though, it's how do they know it was Liz? Because my name would be on the... Oh, it's that? not your singing That's talents. That's why I want... She was singing hungry eyes. You know, it's like, God. And that dates you they, too. They so I just hung up because I thought they won't know who I am. Of course they will because they, how would they know it's Liz? It's <laughs> like, <So> now... <laughs> how embarrassing. I was, one of my moments. Oh dear. But we've all done it, haven't we? Are you going to message them and just say, oh, sorry? No, he's a chief executive. We're quite <gasps> it was not just a work, but no, it's a... It's a... <laughs> like chief executive of British Airways or something. It's close. Oh my God. I won't say who it is because it's too embarrassing. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah so I might delete those numbers, go through ones that I got in there from years ago and get rid of them. Good tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there you go. That was my moment. I'm losing a bit of weight. Mm-hmm. How's your diet? My diet's fine. I've actually... So I've just come back from Denver and I assumed American portions may have made me go the wrong side of my weight. But actually, no, I maybe put on half a pound, maybe not. But I lost it, and you know, within a couple of days. So I feel actually like I'm on track. And I've had quite a few friends say to me, like, I can't believe you're putting your weight loss journey on social media. And like, no, neither can I. But it does make us accountable, doesn't it? So every Wednesday I'm thinking... I do not want to own up to putting any weight on. That, that, that is exactly it. You said accountability, but it is true. It really makes me think. And um, But I have changed my tact a little bit. It's called the no eating diet. <laughs> that works though, it does. doesn't it? I've cut out a meal a day, that is. <laughs> not for a week. <laughs> I had to just like process yeah, that. Yeah. No, I just find it's, it's yeah, I, I need, I don't need breakfast. And my mother would kill me if she hears it. Because she's always telling me I must eat my breakfast. But I'm finding just missing a meal, it's that sort of fasting bit, isn't it? Yeah, so that's the intermittent thing, but not by keeping your eating window a bit shorter. I do that sort of naturally. I'm not really interested in breakfast first Mm -hmm. thing. No, I'd eat eat anything. Uh Not my breakfast, that is. (laughs) I thought, well, I, I need to get a bit more exercise. I've spent a lot of time 
you know, being with family and helping family. So I haven't really got the walks in and the, the things that I'd like to do. So having borrowed your exercise bike for James's physio, and I was so dismayed I couldn't change the I seat level. I told you about that. Well, I couldn't change it, so that's you it. You just span it, don't you, or something for it? No, I need a Peloton, which I got. Oh. <laughs> you are joking. Okay, I got it just before I went to Denver. Um, I have now logged in. Huh? Okay. <laughs> now yeah. I'm back. But I haven't actually managed to use it. And this is really embarrassing because I'm very inspired. Like that, the whole screen looks lovely. Mm, sure it does, yeah. And all the shouty people say, mm. come on, come on. That looks good. But I can't actually unbuckle the Peloton shoes. <laughs> I'm going to have to look online to see how I can do the, the, like, the bottom bits. But there's a, some kind of Velcro buckle that will not move. <laughs> Oh, so, so, so it's like proper cycling. Oh, yeah. And, and the pedals are like, you know, mm. baby pedals or something. You can't cycle on them without proper peloton shoes. That is smart marketing, yeah, it isn't is, it? Yeah. You have to have those ones with like the special little knobby bits on the underneath. So it's still not quite in the box, but... No, it's inspiring me. <laughs> from, <laughs> afar. from afar. In oh. fact, it's up on the third floor. So at least I get exercise going to yeah. look at it. <laughs> oh, no, I've been doing lots of exercise, lots of gardening, lots of dog walks. My, my sister-in-law's been up, so she's got uh, two, two dogs, so we've been uh, doing lots of walks. I'm exhausted. But it's nice. I love going for walks in this weather. This is good. Get your vitamin D. Well, one thing I love about the UK is all the wonderful summer events that go on. Being a crazy tennis fan, of course, I love Wimbledon. And over the years, you know, we've gone to... Ascot and Henley and Chelsea Flower Show or, or oh, yeah. other flower shows around I'm the country. I'm going to Chelsea yeah. Flower Show actually. I'm looking forward to that. I forgot about that one. Yeah, but we're also we're kind of of that age, aren't we? When um, we start getting wedding invitations for kids, kids basically. I've had one kids already. That we, <laughs> yes, have I? That you know, I remember them as five and six year olds, and now they're actually getting married. It's We've illegal. Got, it is legal because <laughs> they are like in the mid twenties now, and. I just thought I could do with a little bit of advice on what to wear for all these summer events because I really hate getting hot. I really hate when my feet hurt. Oh, yeah, I don't like to have to wear an all-in-one to hold it all in. No, because it all goes somewhere, <laughs> somewhere else. And it's just uncomfortable when you've had any you know, yeah. glass or something. It, definitely the materials because we do sweat a little bit, perspire a little bit sometimes. I glow. You glow. Oh, merely glow. Ladies glow, you know that. Um, so I invited along Patsy Deer, who's a stylist and uh, she's worked at QVC. But I thought maybe we could just look at some realistic ideas of what we should buy or what we should wear to make us the most comfortable when we go to these events. You know, frankly, if we go to a barbecue, you know, in our gardens, I want to not be sweating and having my makeup And I think it's also since lockdown, I think we, I, I want to dress up a bit more. <laughs> Obviously, we've made a lot of effort today to yes, speak to I, a stylist. The dog walk. I know, I'm so embarrassed wearing my... I'm wearing Pilates with a bit of egg or yeah, something on my yeah. leggings and you're wearing your dog walking clothes. Yes. Yeah, I think she'll be impressed, don't I think she will. The only way is up. Yep. So let's ask Patsy. So welcome to Patsy Dear. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Patsy is a professionally qualified personal stylist and colour expert. In fact, I've had my colours done with Patsy and she changed my whole world with khaki. Thank you. <laughs> well, there's nothing like a bit of khaki in your life, is there? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And um, I know that you've worked with lots of really well-known designers like Julian McDonald, OBE, Paul Costello, 
I'm going to say this wrong, Huishan Zhang. Yes. Uh, Sharon Walshaw. Um, yes. And you've been lead dresser backstage at London Fashion Week. My gosh, that must have been so fun. Often front row at amazing catwalk shows. Uh, you lecture at the London College of Style. And she's got her own personal and fashion styling and VIP events business called Style Fix. So I know Patsy from oh, several Quite years now, years. actually, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And as she always looks so very stylish and has a fabulous business, I thought it would be great to have a chat with you. So, Patsy, obviously it's summer uh, or it's summer coming up. and We've got all these fun events coming up like Wimbledon and the racing season and Henley and graduations, weddings. What kind of great ideas have you got? What should you be looking at wearing this year to make us comfortable on the day and that leaves us looking, you know, pretty good by the end of the day at these long events. We're not looking too too flustered and sweaty and dirty. Too bedraggled. <laughs> bedraggled, too drunk. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure we'll all have a few um, a few glasses of a few something. Pims. Certainly on the, and uh, yeah, I'm planning to go to the races. But for me, it's not all about buying brand new outfits every time. Uh, so I would say, first of all, shop your wardrobe. Have a look in your wardrobe, see if there's anything that could be even reinvented, should I say. So you could have it altered at, you know, a small, relatively small cost in comparison to what that would cost if you were buying something brand new. And think about accessorizing. So maybe have the dress that you wore two years ago to the races and update it by adding a, a different belt or a different hat or a different handbag, different pair of shoes. So there are uh, ways that you can elevate an existing outfit. Um, That's very or, Princess of Wales, isn't it? She's a m- master of doing that with absolutely and incredible gowns. Yeah, we should be doing that. We should be doing more of that and being more sustainable because we can't carry on consuming the, the, the way we are. Um, who knows what's going to be left by the time our children end up having children. Uh, but yeah, I'll say if you are going to buy, buy well, try and find a, uh, a, a natural fiber if you can, uh, organic if you can, and something that has longevity. So maybe go for something a bit more classic or timeless rather than something that's more trend-led that will obviously go out of fashion next year and you won't be able to or wouldn't want to wear it uh there's also pre-loved so that's the, you know that i know there's a lot of celebrities out there um advocating pre-loved i mean i've i've loved pre-loved for many many years and i was shouting its praises long before it's become i suppose the buzzword now isn't it everything's pre-loved but there's lots and lots of pre-loved boutiques out there and there's lots of pre-loved online that you can look at so you can you know you can go searching for some really amazing designers at a fraction of the price also there's you know you could look at hiring a dress so there may be that victoria beckham dress that you really want to wear but you don't want the price tag so hire it hire it but there's just there's so many different companies out there that that offer the service. There's only there's uh, also some in-house ones that do. I think Liberty has, um, I think Wardrobe HQ, where you can go and hire or buy. Uh, there's one in Selfridges as well that you can hire or buy, hire or buy. But there's loads online, so you can hire them. 
I think it's a max minimum of three days, I think something like that. Yeah, my daughter does that in the States, actually. She doesn't really buy clothes anymore. She rents clothes every month and she has a subscription, which I think is That's a brilliant, right. yeah. brilliant idea. I see that even some high street shops like LK Bennett have just Assuming started it. doing yes. a rental market yes, too. And this is great for the planet, isn't mm-hmm. it? You know, you might want to invest in a really great piece as mother of the bride or, you know, going to the races at Royal Ascot and Possibly you won't want to wear that again because you've associated it with that event. Maybe you're going with the same set of friends to different things. So, yes, sell it, rent it, remodel it. I love that whole idea of sustainability. And, you know, we're going through a cost of living crisis, so you don't want to be shelling out hundreds of pounds or dollars on on new outfits all the time. Absolutely. I think we just need to be a little bit more mindful. And we're not saying don't just don't go out and buy anything new, but just be a bit more mindful about when you're buying it what 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 you're buying and you know what what is it made from as well but yeah i love the whole concept of of hiring um i'm actually going to i mean i i every every season i do a wardrobe detox and i send a lot of my clothes to to pre-loved sites and shops but if you are going to go down the route of buying there's so many you know lovely brands out there like you said LK Bennett uh, got some great, I would say, timeless classic pieces, uh, been around for many, many years. Uh, on the sort of the lower end of the high street, you've got Phase 8. They've been around for over 30 years. Ted Baker is another one, uh, probably a bit of a younger brand. Uh, Ridley London, she does uh, beautiful silk and cotton dresses made to order. Uh, which are stunning, and they are, you know, basically heirloom pieces. A speaker have just brought out some beautiful new collection that would be ideal for weddings and races. Um, Hobbs, another high street brand, or you could go higher end. Erden, uh, Rixo, another lovely UK brand. Uh, so it's endless, really. Uh, oh, and I, I've seen some really lovely um, new collection in Me and M another gorgeous sustainable UK brand if you want something a little bit edgier and also Lisu is a nice another nice sustainable London brand that that also works with a lot of silk so yeah I mean the, the list is endless I could go on forever yeah, and you can get a lot of these online and ship oh, to yeah. other countries too absolutely you? all of those yeah. I think ship uh, internationally so yes definitely what we both hate is <laughs> Well, my body shape has changed since I was younger, and so has my ability to climate control internally. Oh, and like to be comfortable as well. Comfortable. Well, yeah, so, we all... I mean, where do we start? Where do where do we start? <laughs> well, obviously, as you, you may or may not know, our bodies as females change every seven years. So the body that you would have had in your 20s, you're not, you're, it's very, very unusual to have somebody that would keep their own body just the way it was in their 20s in their 40s every and 50s. seven years yes. i've never heard that before yeah. in my life yes it's very uh, cyclical um the what we go through as as women so obviously what we we looked like or felt like in our 20s doesn't necessarily correlate in our 40s and 50s and 60s and beyond and i think we have to be a bit kind to ourselves and appreciate our bodies as we are getting older, maybe going through midlife, as we were talking about earlier, and dress 
accordingly. For you know, for me, really, I, I mean, certainly my body has changed over the last few years, and I have become more. I would say, I mean, I'm, I'm more typical uh, an hourglass, but I have found that that my stomach has got a little bit bigger around the waist area, and it and it it's really just dressing for your for your body shape. But it's both dressing for and disguising, I think, because yeah. I would get more confidence if I was able. I mean, I'm I'm not tiny up top, so I know that. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think you've told me as well that you know you wear the crossover tops are a little bit more flattering aren't they yeah. for a, a larger figure up yeah, top yeah if you yeah if you're full of uh, full of figured or have got a you know ample bust then i would always urge to go for a wrapped style or a v neck or a scooped neck neckline because obviously you're going to draw attention away from from that area and and open up that flesh you know up towards your neck which elongates your your neck area, so it's much more flattering. Yeah. So open up the neckline, you say, to to sort of give yourself. I can never say that word. Decollete. 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 That's it. Sounds so much better when you say it. People pronounce it. People pronounce it differently. So yeah, it's opening up that area and shining that luminous light from your chest area up to your face so you're you're not um sometimes if you wear we were talking about colors earlier if you were to wear black and it's not your color also if it's right up below your neckline it's just going to give off all these shadows and make you look older and drain drain the life out of you really yeah i was told not to show my (laughs) that bit um as i got older by by someone is it that bad then my but you know it depends on i suppose it depends on how aware you are of that area and for for me i mean if you've got a bigger bust always go for a v always go for a scoop okay you may have a you know a few wrinkles but there's lots of creams and lotions and potions out there now that will smooth out that area and i wouldn't be afraid to to show that off obviously if you've got a smaller bust um you can obviously wear those higher necklines uh, because you don't really want to cut up that area. But I, I just think that a, for me personally, a V-neck or a scoop neck is, is much more pleasing to the eye or even a sweetheart neckline. Mm. I think knowing your colours, as you just mentioned, it's quite important to, um, I mean, not everybody can go and get their colours done. But I really found it fascinating when I sat with you and you went through, you know, all these different seasonal colours and, you know, even one orange to a different orange or one red to a different, a bluey red to a to an orange red. It's absolutely fascinating. You must really enjoy doing that with clients because they can see the difference. Absolutely. I really do. I mean, that's probably the one thing that, that gives that wow moment i think to most clients i mean yes you can take a client shopping you could do a wardrobe detox but actually sitting them for the first time in front of the mirror and introducing this array of color that they may have never even considered before it it really is a an amazing moment it's almost an epitome for some people wow i never realized i could actually wear 
orange or pink. I think we yeah. get set in our ways, don't we? Because, you know, maybe the colours that we started wearing in our, in our 20s, you know, we can wear almost any colour you want. And as we go sort of more into midlife, as perhaps you lose your confidence, you don't want to stand out in bright yellow or bright pink. But actually, it can give you confidence, can't it? If you wear the right colours, you kind of walk taller, your shoulders go back and and just getting those compliments because you're wearing something a bit different to your usual like jeans and black T-shirt can make an enormous difference to how you feel about yourself. It really can because it's it's so empowering, isn't it? If you know that you're wearing the right clothing that suits your body shape and you're wearing it in a colour we call our wow colour or our zing colour, um, it's going to make your skin look luminous. As you said, you've got to walk taller, your shoulders will will go back and and it just gives you such confidence much more confident i mean even i've I've had ladies late 60s 70 year olds that actually said they've never received many compliments at all about the way they look or the way they dress but since having uh, a, a color discovery done people are starting to compliment them some of them for the first time in their lives what how they're dressing uh, and the colours that they're wearing, because it really does have a, a psychological effect on the individual as well. Because if you know that you look good, you you feel better. You you like you say you walk better. It's just it's just very very empowering. You enter that space, don't you? And you, you feel, do. Yeah, I deserve this compliment. I yeah. am empowered. Well, you you own your space. I think is a is a good way to to analogise it. It really is because you you are walking into a room and thinking, yeah, yeah, this is me, and I can I can do this. And it helps so much. Obviously, whether you're a young person, you're going for an interview for the first time, or or as you said in midlife, but also it could be that you're a young mum. And your wardrobe has completely changed. So you used to be in a corporate environment and now suddenly you're at home and you're not really quite sure how to how to dress for your lifestyle. Because it's not just for your personality, it's actually for your for your lifestyle as well. Well, that's true. As a midlife woman, your lifestyle is also changing as your kids leave home. Uh, number one, you don't have as much you don't have as much laundry to deal with, and yes, maybe the, you've got a bit more part. time to spend on yourself. Maybe you're looking to go back to work. Maybe you're just like, I want to have a bit of a change. It's quite a renaissance, isn't it? You get to your forties and fifties, and you realise that you know you and your partner can go and travel and be places. And but it's been brave to change your clothes. I'm 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 bright colours. I love bright colours. But to change my wardrobe, as in sort of wear something completely different that I've never worn, I've, I've never. I'd love to try it, but I don't. Don't do it. But my, would you? Would you with some encouragement? I think I would. My, my husband was saying when we were away, I, my legs fortunately are okay at my age, and he said you should wear skirts more. And I go, yeah. And I, I think, oh, I don't. I do in the summer, but not so much in the winter. But it's sort of, I'm not very good what goes with a skirt. Now that sounds really silly, but you know, I used to wear dresses when I when I was working. The wrap dresses is, as you said, definitely very flattering. But it's the skirt, and then I go, I can put a blouse on or something, or a T-shirt, but I never know what jacket to wear with with a that's not too smart. I don't like to be too smart when I go out, unless I'm going to something really formal. Mm. And that's why I find that that getting it, I'm not very good at that. Just putting it all together. Yeah, so what, what would you, look. yeah, I suppose a cardigan, good thinking. Well, yeah. It's, it, yeah. it's all about, I mean, that's basically part of what I do. It's going through your 
existing wardrobe and finding that you, you know you may have some capsule items in there, but it's looking for those key pieces that just pull the whole outfit together. So you may have a few key pieces that are missing from your from your wardrobe. So you may have quite a few skirts and a few jackets, but you may not have that top or few blouses or t-shirts, whatever, to augment that whole outfit together. And it's all about that second layer, the third layer. It's putting all of that together with the right accessories as well. Mm-hmm. The accessories yeah. so much. Oh, Just a scarf yeah. or a, a necklace can make all the difference, can't it? piece of jewellery could be a, a handbag with a pop of colour just to bring the whole outfit together and, and up, update your look, really. You don't have to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe of clothing. You could just update your summer wardrobe, for example, by just buying a few key accessories and maybe the, the odd trend-led piece uh, but you don't have to go out and spend a fortune. I, you know, we've had this conversation before, Michelle, and I'm not. I'm more about buying well and buying less, and being more sustainable. And I'm much, very much, an advocate of that. And work with a lot of up and coming brands that are sustainable, and they're more. I think the younger brands now are more conscious of how they make clothing and what they make it from. And, you know, we want longevity, really, don't we? We, want, we don't really want to buy things that are mass produced and made of plastic uh, and have no longevity and end up on landfill sites. We want something that we'll hopefully wear for a number of years. And it could even be an heirloom piece that you'll hand down to your children. Talking of, so you you just mentioned some of the sustainability and I'm starting to see fabrics that I've never heard of in the in the shops now and you know like viscose my mother would never have bought viscose <laughs> like oh viscose is machine made but viscose is plant-based isn't it it, it is it's a, a derivative of bamboo um now there are some um i think mechanical ways that, that it's produced but some is more sustainable than others so it's always good to look at the labels and look out for uh eco verco which which is actually sustainable viscose. And oh, then, okay. Yeah, and then look out more for organic. So if, you, if you're going for cotton or linen, try and find the organic version. So you've got uh, Cupro, which is an organic cotton byproduct. So that's another really lovely natural fibre to look for. Just look at the labels, really. And talking of, you know, sort of in... in- inner climate control and you know women having hot flashes um what are the best breathable fabrics if you're standing around at a wedding all day or at a graduation you want something that is not going to leave you you know uncomfortable really uncomfortable what what kind of fabric should we be looking for well i would always say go for a natural breathable fabric so try and stick to your you know, your cottons, your linen. Uh, the Eco Vero is quite good as well. Uh, but linen is you, so creasy, isn't it? I don't mind the, the creases. I think you either, you know, you can you can live with them or you can't. But you can get a linen mix. So you could get a linen cotton mix, which wouldn't 
be as creasy, should I say. Uh, but <laughs> Probably so not a technical I, word, uh, is it? Yeah, it's, it's less likely to crease, should I say. Um, but uh, I mean, I love linen and I actually think it's always a good sign of real linen when you do see the creases. I mean, you look, at, you go to Italy or, or France, a lot of the men all wear linen suits in the summer and they are creased, but I just think there's something cool about that as well. Embrace the crease. Yeah, embrace I'm it. Happy embrace it. No and, and just, Perfect. I would say, obviously, with menopause, or or even if you're a, if you're a young woman that's prone to have, you know, you you all your hormones are all going on. You are more prone to 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 sweat or perspire, should I say? Um, I would avoid synthetic fabrics because they are going to make you a little bit sweatier. And that's, do you know what, that's a menopause symptom that I had never realised is that your your body odour, your sweat smells more yes. during menopause. Did you know that? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hormonal, isn't it? Yeah. It's because yeah. your your oestrogen levels are all over the place. Your testosterone levels tend to lower. So, yeah, you're, you're literally, your body's doing a bit of a, a jump and a dance. Um, but that's that's why I think HRT is so important to to everyone that can use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to level you out if it's right for you. Okay, what about disguising waistlines? Have you got any tricks for that? Right, obviously it depends on the type of body shape you have. So we'll start with the apple, shall we? So apple shapes are generally, most apples tend to have very slender legs, good legs, so I would I'm always sitting say, sitting next to a, yeah, so Liz, right Liz is obviously <laughs> Liz is obviously one of them. I would definitely, Liz. I would accentuate those gorgeous legs and wear more sort of. I would say either fit and flare type dresses that will go, you know, literally skim that area, or a more form fitting dress uh, that that creates. Uh, you know, some some weave across the stomach area. So you, it actually disguises the stomach area. So it could be a shift shape dress or a wrap style dress, which is very good, which again, skim that area um, or a fit and flare. So you'll actually have your waistline higher up, almost underneath the bust area and then let it just flare out. So you're That's disguising like an that empire area. line, isn't it? Almost is that like empire a, yeah, line? fit and flare yeah. em, empire line, or uh, you could you could almost say it was like an A line from the bust area, and, and then you can finish just above or on on the knee, and then make use of that beautiful, uh, wonderfully shaped legs that you've got, and show them off. Wear wear the heels. If you don't like wearing heels anymore, just go for the wedges, but really do make make the most. What I do find, though, is um, I am short. I am five foot and a bit. You've never foot. mentioned that I before. Know, I've heard a few times. We um, never say the short, is, Liz. Sorry. We, we, um, we say petite. You're petite. No, you're petite. The problem I have then is obviously often they have to be, you know, clothes have to be shortened and then the proportion goes and that, that can be a real issue for me. So what do you suggest there? I would try, I mean, there's lots of lots of brands on the market now that do a petite option. So basically anyone uh, that is less, We'll say it's it's nor- normally uh, five foot and under, or they say it can be up to five foot two and under, um, is a petite petite figure. So I would always go for brands uh, that actually offer a petite size because they you are 
using a different proportion. So if you're if you're buying a garment that's meant for say a regular person, should we say above sort of five foot two and above, you're not going to be the same proportion as somebody that's five foot eight or five foot ten. And you're right, you'd have to chop off, you know, quite a, quite a few inches, wouldn't you? So yes, go go for brands that have petite sections and there's lots of them oh okay because because i remember you know years ago petite meant you were petite as in i think they went up to size 10 which was okay years ago but now perhaps no not. i mean you can yeah, but you, you can, can be a you petite can, size 16 but they didn't, didn't used you? to do petite 16s they, 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 they do used to but be, they do now, they do now. Um, oh i didn't know that most oh. most if you if you go online to most uh brands will offer a petite section i mean even marks and spencers do and most you know uh, most department stores, you'll be able to find petite sections. How did I miss that? <laughs> I don't know, because I've <laughs> known it for about 20 years. No I, knew, no, I knew there was petite, but they were, you know, I remember they were literally, you know, size eight, you know, six, eight, yeah, ten. Yeah, few, few, few and in far thin. between. Yeah. But now, you know, you can, you can be a size 20 and still be petite because of your frame. Because of your, you know, your your stature, your stature is only five foot, so you are classed as as petite. Oh, okay. Take that. So another big issue for me, and probably almost every woman I've ever met, is what to wear around a swimming pool. You know, I don't think I've got the confidence to wear a bikini. I went tankini in yeah. my forties. Mm. Now I'm back to a one piece, preferably with an awful lot of support at the tummy area. Mm. So, I mean, I see people like Jenny Powell and Liz Hurley, who obviously have rocking bodies, but I love the way they just wear a bikini because they want to and they they don't care what anybody thinks. And I I wish I had that confidence. Well, like you said, Michelle, it's all about confidence and it's how you feel comfortable. Um, And some women will feel confident at size 20 walking around a pool with a bikini on. And then you may have a size eight lady that doesn't feel confident and wants to cover up. So it really does depend on on the individual. But again, there are there are lots of brands out there that that do cater now for all shapes and sizes. I mean, if you go on to like three six five swimwear, they've got every conceivable brand I think on there uh, for all different shapes and sizes. And a lot of the brands you can now buy the tops and the bottoms separately because not everyone is a size 12 on top and a size 12 on on the bottom and uh, I I think you know you need to be able to go and mix and match really or you may want to wear more of a a tank tanky type top on the top and something different on the bottom and I actually like mixing up the colors as well but obviously if if you don't feel confident uh, walking around the poolside in a bikini or a swimming costume, I would always go for um, a kimono. Um, I love them. I've got them in various different colorways. And I just think they're very elegant. They're very feminine. They're the sort of thing you can wear, you know, at the bar for cocktails after your day in the sun. And I think it's just a nice way to cover up. And again, you know, you you said about having a V-neck. and of course, with most swimsuits, you are going to be showing off an, uh, rather a lot more flesh. So th- I think, yeah, the V-neck or uh, what about patterns and monochrome um, or one piece colours? You know, sometimes you just have the one piece. Do you think that makes you just look like a block if you are on the larger side? I would I would actually say 
it, it well it wouldn't really make that much difference because if you're wearing something all tonal it that can also look quite chic and elegant but equally if you're on the larger side if you're going to wear a print i would go for a larger print because it breaks up that area if you're a smaller more petite person and i'm i'm talking petite and you know a size a, a small size I would go for more of a ditzy print, a smaller print, uh, because then I think the, the bigger prints will be much too overwhelming for a, for a petite person. But yes, mix it up, mix, mix, do a bit of color blocking. So if you've got an orange bikini, wear a, a red kimono, and because orange and red look amazing together or pink and red look amazing together. So you could, you know, you could do a bit of color, a color clashing uh, poolside as well. Yeah, but, sunburn. <laughs> yeah, that would be color clashing. But, there, you know, there's so many lovely uh, brands out there like Sophia Alexia. Uh, she makes some beautiful um, silky Camino fabrics and sundresses as well to wear sort of poolside. So you could literally just take them off obviously quite quite easily and then you've got your bikini or swimming costume underneath uh tribe and fable i love they make amazing um kimonos and i think even men wear some of those as well i think uh what's his name brand joe brand is it joe brand isn't she the not, comedian yeah not no, russell not, brand not russell, russell brand. brand that's the one yeah. he was he russell was seen brand. in one of the uh tribe and fable kimonos he looked amazing in it so it's quite you know it's quite boho it's quite fun as well so yeah just have, have be playful a speaker also the lovely sustainable uk brand do beautiful um you know resort wear cruise wear so you know, just have fun with it and make it part of your wardrobe that you can mix and match on holiday uh and beyond i mean why not wear one in the garden when you're at home I do. I wear, I, I wear kimonos around the house. I love them. My big question. Yes. <laughs> yes. Know, I don't yes, know if is <laughs> back fat. <laughs> yes. If I, if I wear, you know, I've got a dress that I'm trying to squeeze into, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly losing the weight, but you know, so I'll put a, what do you call it? A, what do you call things underneath? Corset? Dress? Well, not a corset. <laughs> but it, but what's the name for them? You know, like Slip. A, mm, well, it's sort of hard. Where'd you go of, with this? No, you, the, 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 the hold it all in spanks. Yeah, spanks, yeah. Oh, spanks. But then I find yes, that, yes, yeah, yes. because I've got quite large boobs, it has to come out somewhere. Yes, it And does. I find it comes yeah. out the back. Well, you Well, there's so many uh, sort of support wear underwear on the market now. Um, and, you know, any, anywhere from uh, Marks and Spencer's sell it right through to, you know, much, much more expensive brands like, like Spanx. And there's a lot of new ones that have come on board as well. Uh, so do Google it because there's all different shapes and sizes. But if you want to cover you know, that, that top area, then really you need to go for something that's going to be form-fitting for that area. So don't, don't stop it at the boob. If, you, you know, if you're wanting to smooth out the entire area that you want to smooth out, otherwise, like you said, you're going to have bits of – because it's got to go somewhere, Bit, bits of excess coming out of somewhere. Uh, so, yes, you, there's just so many different types. You can have 
like you said, some that stop at the boobs and just go all the way down to just above the knee area. You can have ones that just do the top half and, you know, ladies that haven't got an issue with their size or legs, which is obviously like as you are, Liz. Uh, so, yeah, there's just so many different types, but I'd, I'd go and have a good look. I'd Google it. And then if you're not happy, or, you, know, you can order it and send it back or just uh, once you've Googled and you've found what you think you're looking for, then go out to the high street and try it on, find the right one. Because I think, you, you know, sometimes you've, I mean, I've got a few pieces of, of um, sort of supportive underwear and it doesn't matter what size you are. You can be a size eight and still want to smooth smooth the dress out. Plenty of celebrities have been found, you know, been photographed yeah. with a little bit of, Nude spandex or uh, not spandex? Spanx. Yeah, they all they all wear them. They all wear them because if you're if you're going to wear, I mean, even if you're a size six or size eight, and you're going on the red carpet and you want to look your absolute best, and you've got a dress on that you know basically doesn't disguise anything, you want to feel as confident as possible, and by just having a little form fitting slip underneath just gives you that that little extra bit of confidence that you need to walk down that red carpet. Uh, so, yes, well, I, I've certainly got a few different types that I that I wear and I would definitely advocate them. Mm. It's all about fact, confidence, say, isn't it? Yeah, I would say actually underwear is one of the it, – it's, it's the building block, really, to your outfit because it's all right wearing this amazing even designer dress worth – lots of money but if you haven't got the right underwear underneath it it could actually look quite you know, quite awful because it's you know it could be showing off bits you don't really want it to show even if that that yeah could mean cellulite that you may be a bit especially if it's clingy around the hip area so yeah go go grab that so uh, go grab the underwear that's what i say and bras that we have for years we never throw them away do we like i i i'm very guilty of that you know you find one good one and you, you keep it for 10 it. years yeah. but i think you know you're supposed to swap them out after about something ridiculous like 6 months well it depends on the brand i mean i i i think uh, the better the brand, the longer the bra will last. And I would always say to every probably couple of years, you need to go and get, uh, you know, prop, properly uh, measured because you do change. Like you said, your back sometimes gets a bit broader, your cup size changes. I mean, I've been up and down like a yo-yo over the last probably three or four years uh, with going through, you know, the menopause symptoms. So, I, you know, I may have gone up, at one point, up to cup sizes. But it's quite Man. difficult to get measured. I've been to various shops and they go, oh, you have to book an appointment or come back next week or no, we haven't got anyone to do it because I really do want to get a couple of really good bras and I haven't found anywhere. But I think also, you know, post-COVID, there's mm. just not as many employees and, you know, you, you could always walk into Marks and Spencers and get um, measured, but that's not the case anymore. There's just mm. so few people um, that it's sparse, but I guess you just have to find those appointments and, and absolutely. And I for think it. Uh, John Lewis offer uh, a, a service as well. Also, Rigby and Pella. That's um, the one. Yeah. I, oh, that I, I is just, the one. Yeah, I mean they are amazing, and they they stock lots of different brands. So obviously they do have the the heftier price brands, but also that you know they they've got entry point level brands as well. But I always find they're brilliant. I always go to Rigby and Pella to get measured. Uh, there's also a, a really nice brand that offer an online 
service uh, called Nudea. And uh, they're sustainable underwear business. And they actually will send you out a special measuring tape. So you can actually do it online with them and they'll check as you're measuring so you can find the correct bra size for you without actually leaving the house. So that's called New Deer. Yeah, N-U-D-E-A-R. They are brilliant. Um, Absolutely brilliant. God, I love that. Mm. That's really mm. cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. That's you've thank given you us for having me. some great tips, really. We'll look forward to adding your blog onto the website. How can people find out a bit more from you? Because you've got a very informative website, haven't you? How do they find you at Style Fix? I've got a website called Style Fix, obviously. Uh, I'm on Instagram under Patsy's underscore style underscore fix. But even if you if you Google Patsy Deer, uh, I will come up in various guises, whether it's linked to the college or linked to my Instagram account or linked to my business Facebook page. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're all the different different avenues. I think I've even got some bits on YouTube as well. So that's Patsy Deer with an H D H I R. That's correct. And the website is www.stylefixuk.com. That's correct. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Patsy, so much. It's been really lovely to talk to you. Thank you for having me, ladies. I love that idea of shop shop your wardrobe, did she say? Yeah, shop, yeah. Your, shop your wardrobe. I find think... out the old pieces that could be reused. And I've got a lot of them. <laughs> well, I've, yeah, I've kept mine for a long, long time. I think the shoulder pads might be a bit too much. But no, I need to do that because I have got a lot of, as I said, I was decluttering. But they... Liz, that's exactly it. Take the shoulder pads out of your 80s jacket. No, I've got one of those ones. My, my son told me to do that. It's like, nope, nope, nope. You need someone actually to be honest and go, is it, isn't it, uh, keep, or is it throw, keep, donate? Donate, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or and that's it, what yeah. you need. You, yeah. you need a friend or you need someone that you yeah. pay and they just say, no, that yeah. colour doesn't suit you. No, that uh, jacket doesn't yeah. suit you. Or, why aren't you wearing the orange shirt? Why, yeah. why do you never wear that? Because it would look great on you. But, do you know, and it's it's fascinating um, what she said about how our bodies change every seven years. God. So how, how many times has that changed then? I'm not going to maths, but quite Almost a few 10. times. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's very... Nice, that's yeah. an obvious thing, and yet it's not obvious, isn't it? And, what? you know, I've kept some of my clothes thinking, well, when I've, lo- when I've lost my weight, I'll be wearing that again. But chances but are I'm not won't. going to. Have you heard of that sort of um, the clothes hanger trick where when you wear something, mm-hmm. you put the clothes hanger on the other way around. And if you haven't worn anything, uh, you know, by the end of six months, mm-hmm. when you look at those clothes. Ah, that's clever. Anything that hasn't got turned around, shove it. Donate that will be most of my wardrobe. Well, yeah, but I mean, don't we wear like ten or twenty percent of all of our clothes? And yeah, that's it's, it's a, 10, often it's because it goes back in. You're right, it goes back in, and you just go, oh, "I'll take that out again." And I yeah. do like white, and I like my bright colours. So, but so bright colours not so much in the winter. But there's no reason why not to. I've got no. those out now, moved them across. Yeah. But yeah, so oh well. do you know what? Going right back to some yeah. episodes, some episode got way <laughs> back, <laughs> darling, when. darling. <laughs> Make some money on it. Yeah. Sell the clothes and then maybe instead of buying a whole ton of clothes more, four ninety nine a t-shirt, yeah. maybe you get one or two more Invest- like investment pieces yeah. that will last a lot longer. Yeah. Anyway, I know you'll probably be calling Patsy oh, at some know, point. Say, as, I was, as we were talking, I was going, I need Patsy, I need Patsy. Yeah. Yes, I will be calling her definitely. Well, that was Patsy Deer from Style Fix and she was great. And um, clearly we're going to get a nice blog on our 
on our website, which is www.twowomenchatting.com. Yep. So go and check it out there. Please rate and review if you like this episode. And we'll be back with you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Women Chatting with our special guests. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a rating and review. Even better, share with your friends. And please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. There's a link on our Instagram bio and Facebook pages.